0: Welcome back to the Student of the Game podcast. I'm your host, Tavares Ellis. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to give my podcast a listen. All right, so we're going to talk about one of my favorite movie franchises is the Return of the Living Dead franchise. All right. So on this, I'm going to talk about Return of the the Living Dead 1, 2, and 3. There were three other movies after that I believe but I didn't see those but me I'm more connected to the first second and third one okay a lot of you probably don't know there's a third one yeah so but in the first one the premise of the movie okay what happens is you have two employees who work at work at a morgue Um, they get exposed to this military chemical that causes things that causes dead things to reanimate which comes to life and what happens is, as that gas gets out in the air, it, heavy rainfall starts to come. And then that rainfall, the water, it seeps down into the dirt, okay? And after that, then what happens is, whatever's dead that's in that dirt, it comes to life. And as it comes to life, it wants your brains. What I dig about the the, the, not, the Return of the Living Dead movies is that these zombies, they are running. They are running. Or they... They they walk fast. You have some of them they're running, and some of them walk fast. So I think what it is like if if you're a zombie, like let's say you're a zombie corpse and you're a 90 year old one, you're walking fast. But if you are a 20 year old corpse, you're running. Okay. And wow, they, these, you know, and I'm and I'm glad I'm talking about the Return of the Living Dead movies because yesterday when I talked about Child's Play, Child's Play. That was a very, very serious movie for me as a kid. Very, very serious, nothing funny about it. Now, as an adult, I can look back at certain things of it, elements of the of child's play and laugh at it. Heck, even as a teenager, I can look back and laugh at it. And I'm like, I was scared of that. God didn't put me on this earth to get eliminated by a, a s- stupid doll. I'll kick the, the living snot out that doll. But anyways, we're talking about Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, it had, it had a lot of comedic elements to it and yet it was still a good scary movie okay um i remember the first one like one of the most scariest parts in the first one for me was um was um let me see what which one was that was the um the, the first one that came they came across and and he, he came out i think it was the tar baby one was that the tar baby um um, I'm getting ready to say Walker. Thinking about the Walking Dead again. Um, the Tar Baby zombie, I believe, that one right there. Oh my goodness, that one. Oh man, Tar Man zombie, the Tar Man zombie. Yeah, he was. He came out that canister, and he was like brains, brains. And the thing about it, now I saw the the second night of the right, Return of the Living Dead before I saw the first one. But at the time when I saw the first one, okay. You, and Miguel Nunez is in that movie. Anybody remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Great, good, good, good comedian. I like him. Good actor. But, anyways, you had like about six or seven friends. they young, hip, little rocksters, you know, they young group. So it's like, okay, in movies, whenever I see there, whenever I see like a, a group of young people together, they, they look like they could fight and handle themselves. I'm like, okay, I want to be part of that group. That, that looks that looks like a cool hip group or whatever, right? So, what happens is, they um they hear Tina, their friend, they hear her screams, they hear her cry for help, so they go downstairs in that basement, and by the time they get there, they don't see Tarman. Okay, so what happens is is that while they're helping Tina, getting her out. Tina is like yeah it's a it was some kind of thing and you know and it was like what are you talking about and then bam Tarman comes out of the picture out of nowhere and the guy who's the leader of the group the biggest one he takes him out and when I saw that part I'm like oh man I'm like golly because the guy, the big guy, who who looks to be like the leader of the group, because he was the one driving the car and he was the biggest one. He was like the alpha male of the group. I'm like okay to have him and the other six. I'm like okay, these people they can handle themselves, you know. But Tarman took them all out, took him out easy, and then they threw a paint can at Tarman after he was munching on the brains of the big guy, and then he turned around, ooh, more brains. Ooh. And then they, everybody took off running. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, okay, so they took the big one out. Okay, um, what are they going to do? And with the zombies in this movie, they, like I said, they were running. They were running. This was not like Night of the Living Dead, which I'm a big fan of Night of the Living Dead. I love that movie. But I always felt like the Night of the Living Dead zombies, just like the zombies on The Walking Dead. I can get around them. They just walk. They just walk. And guess what? I have endurance. So guess what? You're not going to catch me. I'm not going to get tired. I will keep on going. I will not let you catch me. Trust me. But in this movie here, um, yeah, they, they was running. It was like, <laughs> like seriously, when whenever they will call the cops for help, every time cops or the, or the ambulance will pull up, what happens is they end up getting blitz. They end up getting blitzed. Like, if you ever played the game Tecmo Bowl, like, if the defense calls your play, it doesn't matter who your offensive line is, okay? Boom, heavy blitz. Everybody on your squad is getting knocked over, okay? So, the zombies, they're blitzing everybody. So, it got to the point where, you know, you're feeling hopeless. You're like, oh, my goodness, man. Like every time we call the cops, the same thing happened, you know, and, and 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 another scene that was very, very that that was it was it was a powerful, scary scene to me where it was a female zombie. They had her strapped up and they was asking her. They was like, what do you want? And she was saying, Bray brains and it was like why what do you want why do you want brains it stops the pain and I'm like wow man like that. to me that was some powerful stuff like for real I think that was probably one of the some of the best acting in the whole movie not knocking the characters act. everybody's acting in there but I don't expect this to me I, that that was like a to me that looked like a like a oscar nominated type type acting right there like i shout outs to to the young lady who played that part or who did the voice for that i mean like to to stop the pain like i I really felt the zombie's pain in that moment and i'm like wow they're doing this to stop whatever pain that is going on with them because they was already dead. But this chemical brought them up, reanimated them. And now they have this pain that they're trying to stop. You know, that's why I'm like, man, uh, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. It's like you heard the phrase entering the mind of a madman. How about about entering the the mind of a zombie? man, not saying I would want to do that, and I would never volunteer for that, but whoa that that scene was that was pretty powerful that was a powerful scene for a zombie movie, man, but it doesn't mean I felt bad for them because I'm like, hey they're trying to get you. I'm not about to let you get me, and then I'm gonna be suffering that same pain <laughs> right um another another powerful scene another ironic scene in that movie was you had one of the young ladies in the movie um, she was just saying all type of crazy stuff she said like one of her like one thing like one of her um, dreams is, is to is to like have like um, like going out like with monsters just eating her alive and stuff like that or whatever you know and then what happens is is that when the actual zombies come to her she's in that situation (laughs) and it's like wow you literally asked for this for like like 10-15 minutes ago and now you're getting it now these zombies are about to literally eat you alive like wow like and that's one of those things it's like man you know you know how in life we think about, man, new wishes and new dreams come true. Like, let's say, all right, man, I, I wish I had a million dollars just f- dropped from the sky. million dollars not about to drop to the sky to you. But this lady here talking about being eating up alive and stuff. And guess what? Ten minutes later, zombies eat her up alive. Man, that got to suck. That has to suck, right? Man. And she ended up becoming a zombie. And when they... When they got to the man, they even took the military out and she 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 led the whole crusade to take to take them out. I mean that and that was depressing because it's like, oh, man, they even the military can't take them out. You know, it's just too much. And eventually got to the point where it got out of hand and they end up ended up blowing the whole town up. And what's sad is that the people in the town, they thought they was going to get help. But that, that was not the kind of help that they was expecting. No, not at all. Not at all. But um, throughout the movie, you know, two of the main characters, you know, they end up, um, you know, the two guys that worked at the morgue, they ended up turning into zombies by the end of the movie. Well, the older guy, what happened with him was is that he had. He realized what he was turning into and becoming, and he didn't want to be that. So he ended up committing suicide by putting himself, you know, where they um, in the part where they um, do the ashes. He ended up burning himself. Um, the other one, he was trying to ride it out. His friends was trying to help him, and they helped him as much as they could, but. He ended up turning. And it's like when he turned, he turned into a super zombie. Like it was one scene where they kept hitting him with a crowbar and a bat and everything, and he just kept getting back up. You know, they hit him, boom, he dropped, he bounced back up. Hit him, boom, he dropped, bounced back up. Like he was on a wrestling matter or a trampoline, the way he was just bouncing back up. And then, um, the, let me see, um, the, 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 the doctor in the movie, him and, the super zombies girlfriend they ended up barricading themselves up in in the attic and while the super zombie guy he was like yeah tina i can smell your brains i want your brains and it was just some scary stuff and then it was it's like it was just a matter of time before he was able to get up in the attic but by the time he jumped up and got in the attic the military guys, they had already sent bombs away out on that town and ended up blowing them up. So I'm, hopefully they got they got blown up before he was able to get them. But that that movie, I know it's a lot of seriousness in there, but there, there's also a lot of comedic stuff in that movie. I mean, it. Psh- it's just the re, a lot of times it's the, re, the reactions to the zombies and stuff of how to act, what the actors were doing. And, but yeah, that that movie, man, it, it it's a real good movie. That, that's one of those movies, all the Return of the Living Dead movies, the first three. Whenever they're on, like no matter what I'm doing, I'm stopping what I'm doing and I'm watching it to at least go to commercial or I'll just DVR it. And Return of the Living Dead 2 same type of thing um the the, the two characters that worked in the morgue they worked in the morgue in the second one and they get exposed and this time though um his girlfriend while he was chasing her once he turned into a zombie she ended up she ended up giving in to him and i'm like man like you should have continued to fight to fight fight him off but i guess that's something that's hard to do you know a loved one turning into a zombie you know like I always say to myself, if I'm put in that situation, I'm putting them down. You a zombie. You're not yourself anymore. But that's easier said than done. Easier said than done, I believe. But um, yeah, so the second one, what happens is, excuse me, I'm getting some water. The second one, so the army canister that they have that's in the military vehicle ends up, ended up um, what it hit a hit a bump in the road or something like that, and it ended up dropping, falling out of the truck. One of them did, I think one, well, one or two, a couple of them. And whoever was driving the truck didn't realize it; they wasn't paying attention. And you would think that's something that they would do. It's like you know, you just hit a big bump and you carry you carrying something that some kind of you're carrying a major chemical in the back you should go back and check on it and make sure nothing is open or dropped. but they didn't do that and it was bad weather and all but still you need to check that because the ramifications of it that's that's very dangerous and these kids they went over there doing kid stuff exploring and then they end up opening and one kid he got very got exposed to it big time and unfor- it was crazy this kid here was a bully and then when he became a zombie, like he was like a super bully. Like, like some people don't need to turn into zombies. Like, if you're already b- bad and acting evil, you do not need to turn into a zombie. Because, man, like you're you're even more difficult to deal with on that. But um, and somehow, and what's crazy, what's crazy with this is that the guy, the kid, he was picking on, they ended up crossing paths. They end up crossing paths. So it's like. Thank God the kid, he took care of business on him, okay? But um, these zombies here, fast walkers, walking fast, all right? There was a funny scene on there where, okay, so like, the main kid's character, his older sister is like a teenager. She was doing her aerobics exercises. And when the zombies came, they hurry up and got up out the house, and the zombies, they're looking around the house, searching for them because they're craving brains. So what happens is that, they come across the TV and guess what? They're hooked on the TV. And all of a sudden they're doing the aerobic exercises. I kid you not. That's why I'm like, oh my goodness, this here. And this one here, once again, I saw it at the movie theater tour. And um well, another good scene in that one, towards the end of the movie, they they pay homage to the thriller video, to Michael Jackson. They have uh they have an actual zombie. They had on the Michael Jackson, the red jacket in the Thriller video. Yeah, they, it wasn't Michael Jackson. I remember when I first saw the movie, I thought it was him. But going back and looking at it, it it's like it's clearly that's not Michael Jackson. All right, but that would have been awesome if they was able to get him in there. But knowing Michael Jackson, I mean, that would have been one a hell of a that would have been one of the most expensive cameos ever in the 80s. Right. But yeah, this this movie here, man, it. it's 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 funny it has a lot of comedic elements to it you know it's just the whole i I love the whole chase the the whole the 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 chasing scenes and stuff where the zombies they're trying to catch the humans and the humans what they're doing is that's marine pro the humans they're trying to get away you know I, i love that cat and mouse game you know it's it's it keeps you it keeps you in it keeps you glued to the tv you know it keeps your attention, you know what I'm saying, and um, you know, and one of the, and one of my favorite scenes in that movie was when you know, when I the mili- three military guys, they had their machine guns, and I'm like, Oh, they bought the wreck havoc, they're shooting, bam, 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 bam. And guess what, bless their hearts, they did not realize that was zombies until it was too late. Maybe if they were zombies, they would have realized, Hey, shoot for the head, and another thing. What I always wonder, I'm like, man, so like movies like Night of the Living Dead and other horror zombie movies, films and stuff or shows, is are they not in existence in the actual universe of the movie we're watching? Because everybody knows you catch them in the head. I get tired of people not catching them and, the, you know, they immediately going there. They immediately going. For the body shots, like these are humans. Like once you realize they're zombies, you gotta go for the head. And it's not like they're gonna block you. They leave their head, they leave the head exposed. They leave it exposed. Okay, but um But yeah, that movie there, Night of Living Dead 2. That's 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 one of my favorite movies. Um it's hard for me to talk about one. Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead movie without talking about the other two. All right, so I'm going to talk about the third one. The third one, then the third Return of the Living Dead 3, or the Return of the Living Dead movie, what happens is, now this one here came straight to video. VHS, for you youngsters. VHS, put that in a, VSR, in a VCR. Then the movie will pop up. <laughs> but now on this movie here, check this out. You had this teenager... All right, him and his girlfriend, well, his dad works for for the government the government, and they've been doing these tests Randy's test on zombies. And what happens is him and his girlfriend they sneak in there and then she get exposed to it. She got bit or something like that. and then she ends up becoming a zombie. She ends up becoming a zombie, but it's like she still has her um, cognitive thinking, so she's kind of like a hybrid okay she's like a hybrid and stuff so it's like it's still his girlfriend you know but it's like she she's a she's a zombie and she has to eat to stay alive and he has to find a way to feed her like there was this one scene where they was um they was being robbed and they was trying to kidnap the girlfriend and what happened was she ends up Killing one of the robbers and they were shooting at her and he was like, Hey, don't shoot at my girlfriend, and then she ended up killing that dude. And but you know what though? She she will not it throughout that movie, she was able to keep could control her urge to not eat her boyfriend. You know? That's what I'm like, Wow. That's the power of love right there, man. That is the power of love. She's a zombie, she has no problem eating anyone else, but she will not eat up her boyfriend, that is the power of love you know, you know what I'm saying so, all zombies can't be like that, but yeah, this movie here, like she had like, there was a scene that's like, she had like the little she had like claws and stuff, and like had like the little spike (laughs) spike spike shoulder pads and stuff, so it's kind of like, she was dressed up like a superhero kinda, it was pretty cool, it was a pretty cool movie, I mean, it's not it's not better than the first two but i thought it was a pretty pretty good aspect pretty good plot for it but um i like it i mean it's kind of like a like a romantic horror movie you know and it was different than the other ones i highly recommend this movie you know it you know this this lady here i mean she was just she was beasting she was beasting i you know but this movie here um Ah, uh, it it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best of the of the Return of the Living Dead movies, but you know I have to talk about it because you know I, I didn't want to leave it out and and I actually liked the movie. I don't I don't think most people are gonna. I don't know. Maybe most people will like it, but I I you know it's uh, um. but yeah um yeah with the with the return of the living dead 3 it you know when she had the claws and the spikes coming out her shoulders you know because the government they they were they were going to weaponize her and it almost it it reminds me of like of the weapon x program with wolverine you know it had that element in it so that's why i'm like wow this is cool man they on some x-men stuff right here you know and um you know, the main character, he um her boyfriend, he ended up getting bit. And then what happened was is that um his father was trying to save him. But him and his girlfriend, you know, he went in they went in into the room I forgot I don't know what kind of room you call it, but you know, she was like, Where are we at? And then they ended up next thing you know it, he was like, This is where we belong and she was she like, What you talking about? And then bam, they blow up. In flames, but they died together, you know, but um, he didn't want to abandon his girlfriend and, I, and his dad, I'm pretty, his dad said he could help him. So I'm pretty sure his dad must have had a cure or maybe he was just saying that to get him out and he probably was going to weaponize him. Who knows? Or maybe he actually had a cure that would be something it's like wow they have a cure when did they get this cure did they did they have this cure in the first one or the second one or maybe after studying the zombies from the first two movies maybe they 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 studied enough to to discover a, a cure you know but yeah this movie here it had yeah it was a romantic zombie movie that had elements of of Wolverine, like the Weapon X program. I mean, what more can you ask on that? I mean, it it's felt like a comic. It felt like reading a comic book in a way. But um, it's a good watch, especially in the month of October. So check out the Walking Dead franchise. Excuse me. Check out the Return of the Living Dead franchise. All right. Once again, thank you all for listening. Student at a Game podcast. Peace out.